You are listening to HHS bonus content from the Hillbilly Horror Stories Network. This bonus content is released during the week for your listening pleasure while awaiting the release of Sunday's actual Hillbilly Horror Stories episode. All bonus content will be listed as HHS Presents or HHS Midweek while the actual Hillbilly Horror Stories episodes will have only an episode number and the title listed, for example, 187, The Kentucky Vampires. Those episodes are a longer deep dive into a particular subject. If you are new to the show and the bonuses aren't your style, get the full-length episode to try. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to Fear of the Week, episode 17. I'm Jerry. And I'm Kristen. Kristen, we've got some fun stuff to do today. Like what? Well, like Leslie's stories today, she's doing a three-part. So the next three episodes are all going to be different topics of what happens to your body when this happens. And today is going to be how poisons. She never disappoints. She never disappoints. (laughs) She has the coolest stuff. Things I wouldn't even think about. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then when you hear about it, you're like, wow, I never thought of that. And the beauty of it is it's things that we normally won't cover on the show, but at the same time, they're kind of like dark. And still creepy. Yeah. Yeah. So it it fits in perfect. Mm Mm-hmm. First, so we're going to do our little paranormal story. This one says, creepy, allegedly possessed doll terrorizes Singapore residents. Uh-oh. This was from June 18th uh, in a news by Sumitra. I probably butchered it, but okay. Singapore is a rather peaceful place in general, but a recent development is actually scaring the living daylights out of the residents. It all started when someone discovered an abandoned doll on the side of a busy street. Now, if you've watched your share of horror flicks, you probably know exactly how scary dolls can be. Mm-hmm. The particular doll is as creepy as they come. Or creepy AF. <laughs> you, you only need to take one look at the picture to realize something's not right about it. It was found clad in a very shabby-looking stained lace dress mm-hmm. with an equally filthy face that was blindfolded. What? Reminds me of some of my first dates. Oh, my God. The cloth covering its eyes had Arabic writing on it, which translates to Bismillah, or in the name of Allah. <gasps> Rumor has it that the blindfold keeps the devil inside the doll in check. If you undo it, you invoke the curse, and the doll will follow you home. Pictures of the doll, with and without the blindfold, were posted on Reddit, and then the story soon became an internet sensation. Mm-hmm. According to the posts that accompanied the pictures, the doll is possessed. It can move on its own, and it sometimes is heard talking in a woman's voice. Some say the doll can be heard talking when it's left alone in a room and is found with its head turned in a different direction. Ew. It, it said me out. that it spoke in a Malay Malay language, and it sounded like an adult female. I don't know what a Malay is. I don't think that's it. (laughs) I don't know. That's gibberish. (laughs) Original owner found that the only way to get rid of it was to make sure that it won't come back is to cover its eyesight. The Reddit poster wrote, The curse is rumored to have passed on to someone else who found it and untied the cloth unknowingly. Turns out the Arabic thing meant Bismillah. I think it's, well, we already covered that. Yeah. I think it's to trap whatever gin or curse is made from coming from out from coming out and following the owner back home. Others speculate that it's a product of black magic. 
Reddit users have reacted to the post in a variety of ways. Some are cynical, while others are offering advice on how to destroy the doll. Can always depend on Reddit. Burn the effing doll, wrote one user. <laughs> Another suggested an alternative method to get rid of it. Here's what you do. You pour liquid nitrogen on it. Run over it with a massive tractor. <laughs> if it's still not dead, you glue it with industrial glue into a steel box and bury that shit under a quarry. Wow. That seems a little drastic. Yeah. Probably might try a couple of things first before you run and get a, you know, tractor and all that stuff. It's like Chucky meets Jumanji. <laughs> or uh, Killdozer. Have you seen that movie? Uh-uh. Oh, my God. It's, it's, it's just what you would think it is. It's a bulldozer uh-huh. that's possessed. What? It's like one of those these really horrible rated B movies. Look it up. You I know, will. I it's will. one of those that it's it's fun to watch just because it's not meant to be funny. Mm-hmm. But it is funny. Is it worse than Sharknado? It's along that line. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. This is like, I can't remember the premise, but I think they're out. Um, they're on some land. I think it's Native American land that mm-hmm. they're not supposed to be on. Or they're 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 tearing it down to build a subdivision and the native americans don't want them to do it if i'm remembering correctly and then all of a sudden this the bulldozer out there just has a mind of its own (laughs) my goodness that's ridiculous it says after extreme reactions started to pour in the original poster edited his message with a disclaimer nothing here should be taken seriously as i don't have any valid or scientific proof of it it was all rumors by words of mouth and the internet i'm just sharing it the doll's whereabouts are currently unknown. Mm-hmm. It has been reported missing ever since the pictures came out. Oh, great. A few bizarre incidents were linked to the disappearance of the doll, a freaky suicide, and a murder case. But most Singaporeans believe that they might just be a coincidence. What is it with dolls? I don't know. Like, I mean, I know that there's different objects that demons can attach themselves to, but you always hear about dolls. Maybe like, it's why? Dolls look like humans. I guess. Braggedy Ann don't look like a human. Annabelle. I've seen some girls with red hair. They look that weird like that. Like Ugh. Mm-hmm. Poor things. Face only a mother could love. Oh, you want to hear something cool? Mm-hmm. So you and Coda did the, uh, well, you. The, the, the episode where Coda wasn't there. Yeah. You did the episode, and you talked about the fans yes. in Korea. Yes. So we have a listener, and I won't mention his name because I didn't tell him I was going to bring it up. We mm-hmm. have a listener who was in the military and spent uh, several years over in Korea, and he married a Korean woman. Mm-hmm. They've been together for like 20-some years, 30 years, something like that. But they spent 10 years, the first 10 years that they spent over in Korea, and he said 100% that is true. No way. He said that... There is a huge fear of fans over there that stand going to sleep with the fans on. He said all of the fans over there have timers on them, so they only stay on an hour, and then they turn off. For oh that my reason. gosh! He said his wife was one hundred percent afraid when they first moved back to the United States, uh-huh. and he would try to leave the fan on. She was very adamant that that was not going to happen. He said now eventually it did change, but it was probably a two-year deal before it changed. So he said, yeah, it's it's 100% true that they're, you know, really. I wonder why. Well, funny you should ask that because I took the liberty to look it up. Uh-huh. 
And there's even stories from like 2006 where it's even listed in the newspaper that so-and-so died and a fan was found running in his house. Well, you know, so it didn't say that the fan killed him, but they feel the same way about air conditioners. They don't think you should run the air conditioner or fan while you sleep. I think from what I understood, mm-hmm. it was the fan, the fan blows in your face. If it's blowing, it's blowing wind in your direction. And when you breathe out the carbon monoxide, that it blows it right back in and you would end up getting basically carbon monoxide poison. You would get not as much oxygen and constantly rebreathing back in your carbon like monoxide. Recycling. And that's what could cause you to die. No freaking way. But it literally is something that the government and everything believes over there. And it's, it, he said it's passed on from like as a child that you've taught that. See, what I pictured was the fan flying off and chopping their heads off. You know what I mean? I, I get it. <laughs> and the reason I say that is we have these huge industrial fans above us at work. And I don't know. I work online, so I have a lot of time to think to myself. And I've always been like, I wonder what would happen if that big-ass fan just fell and, like, chopped all of our heads off. And she means that seriously. It's, I really It's do. made from a company called Big Ass Fans. No way, is it? Yes, they make all those industrial fans. <laughs> That's a great name. Oh, I love it. They were doing something here for, uh, they were doing something. I don't know if they were making masks or if they were making respirators or something, but they, they were actually doing something here during the pandemic. Cause they shut down that and was using the assembly lines or something else. T- Toyota or big ass fans? Big ass fans. They, oh, they might've been making face shields. I know Toyota I think was, was doing that. Face shield, so. Yeah. All right. Are you ready to hear what happens? I'm ready. Your body during poison? Let's hear it. We'll do it right after this commercial break. Listening to the fear of the week. With author Leslie Fear. Hey guys, welcome to episode 17 of The Fear of the Week with author Leslie Fear. You can pick up all of her books on Amazon.com. Leslie, welcome to the show. Thank you guys. Good to be here. How are you? Good, good. Good. So, Leslie, it's my understanding that we're going to do the start of a three-episode series of what happens to your body under certain circumstances. And today, we're going to start with what happens to your body when you're poisoned yeah, or inject a certain type of poison. And you've got a couple to tell us about. I do. And uh, it's it's not fun. It's not pretty. So, yeah, stay away from poisons, kids. Okay, let's start. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, you know, when you ingest poison, it gets in your bloodstream and it's carried through all the parts of the body and, you know, it moves from your, from your bloodstream in, into your urine, takes place, it takes place in the kidneys and it moves from uh, the blood in your lungs. And when you breathe out, it actually puts the poison into your lungs from your bloodstream. That just kind of blew me away. I, I didn't even realize that. And you can tell because you've got that chemical smell in your breath like paint you know, paint thinner or gasoline that's how you know you've someone's really been poisoned i would just think that they were drinking like some mad dog 2020 or some of the cheap stuff you had to yeah, get that, as a, a teenager everclear remember everclear oh yeah. god <laughs> <clears throat> that punch everybody made when we were all like in fields with our car lights on and kegs and the same radio station in the field y'all remember that the keg or oh yeah. yeah okay so it wasn't just me <laughs> 
I remember you and Tracy had those cars that had the holes in the floorboard and you used your feet to pedal them. Well, how about I punch you in your face? Ooh, <laughs> man. How about that? Yeah, how about that? Not- yeah, tell me a little bit more about that poison there, <laughs> Leslie. <laughs> well, let me tell you. So some of the symptoms of burns, you know, like I said, the gasoline or paint thinner, smell from the breath, vomiting, difficulty breathing, drowsiness, confusion. And it's very painful, too. But let me tell you, some people think cyanide, arsenic, and strychnine, those are like the most poisonous things. But, oh, behold, they are not. So one of the most toxic poisons you can ingest comes from tetroxa. No, you just did. You just did. But it's from the puffer fish, which is a puffer fish. Yeah, which is a delicacy in Japan. Wow. I know. And uh, approximately 50 people die every year if it's not prepared right. Why in the world would somebody eat something that's got poisons? It's just not, you know, what what next? They're going to eat some cobras? Well, that's my thing. It's like, you know, if if people are dying, either go check with the chef or at least get your money back. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, if it's a delicacy, that stuff ain't cheap. So yeah. right, you know. and I wouldn't trust I wouldn't trust anybody else if they don't prepare it correctly. So I would just stay away. Yes, yeah, sir. We we apologize that your your wife died, uh, but please accept our apologies. <laughs> and here is a coupon for thirty dollars off your next entree. <laughs> Come back and try. Yeah, the chef learned so much by you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we know how to do it. Oh, so, okay, so the next one, a lot of us, I've heard of this. I don't know if you guys have. It's called ricin, and it's an extremely toxic plant, and it's it's like a, it looks like a pink ball flower that's spiky, and it's, like I said, it's really bright pink, and it's really, to me, it looked tropical. I'm not sure if it for sure was tropical, but I think um, it's from... Africa is that right, Jerry? Did we figure that? Yeah, out? it's it comes it comes from the castor oil plant. They actually use the the castor oil beans, and we all remember castor oil. If you're old enough, like us, you know, you probably remember castor oil, the nasty tasting liquid you'd have to take as a kid that nobody really knew what it was for. That's right. And well, it's, and they would take the they take the beans, and it's grown in Africa, but primarily cultivated in like India and China and Japan over over in the. Uh, Asian parts over there. Gotcha. Well, you know, it is good for hair growth. Just saying. Well, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I thought castor oil. Done anything for me. I thought castor oil was for cars. Is that <laughs> is that the castor oil? Wasn't it a car brand name? Wasn't it a brand there name? There is. Oh, I maybe that's it, it. I think it is castor oil. Is the is the or castor oil? <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Get over here and take your teaspoon of WD forty. Damn it! <laughs> what is your problem? <laughs> So the next one is called Bectroc. Uh, see, I'm terrible at, ca- at naming these, so don't even try to edit this out because I'm just going to botch it. It's Bectrocotoxin. <laughs> Bectroxin. And uh, so this one is uh, venom from tiny frogs, and South American Indians would use that venom on their bow tipped, on their blowpipes when they would hunt their prey. And they would use that toxin to kill their animals with isn't that cool they'd blow it out of their little pipes little <laughs> little little sharp needle that's cool but i guess maybe gotta be it really don't good. penetrate it pe- penetrate it enough to go into the animal i guess it's not enough because then you're eating hard, hard you blow 
Well, yeah, but then you're eating the the meat that you killed that has the poison in it. You probably just cut around that part. Oh. That's what like I would I do, do when something's yeah. not, not cooked well done, and I just cut around that part to eat the rest. There you go. See? Yeah. A little bitty frog. A little bitty frog. <laughs> little tiny frogs. Craziness. Craziness. So, okay, so the next one is called, you guys are just waiting for this, malatoxin. And it is a poison that you get from eating contaminated shellfish. Oh. Yeah, I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Well, it's from like, and the shellfish get it from like harmful algae blooms in the sea. Sometimes mm. those algae blooms, you know, like red tide comes in and it smells terrible. Now, I'm not sure if that's the same thing, but Lord. Have you ever, have you ever smelled a red tide? I've not smelled one, but no, I've heard of the red tide. We live in, you know, I live in Dallas area. And if you go down to Galveston. Yes. It literally looks like red seaweed. They're serious when they say red tide. And it smells like a sewer. Oh, we didn't see that when we were yeah, there. No, we didn't see that, but we did have a smell at one point where we thought mm-hmm. that it had that. Well, you remember when we had the, when we went to Key West mm-hmm. and down there, some of the, once the, the low tide would come in and all the seaweed and stuff was left, it had that sewer smell. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now, you could smell it all around it. You didn't have to be near the beach to smell it. It was just like consumed the whole island. It, it's And it's it's disgusting. I mean, we were actually there when it was going on and you know it was there it it stays for a couple days it's not like it just goes away but you can go around it and so we'd go in the ocean and it just feels like rough seaweed it's not going to hurt you but obviously you don't ingest it because who knows how deadly it is Mm -hmm. but but if it's algae or any kind of you know something like that I'm sure that would not be good but if it smells as bad as it you know could probably taste I'd stay away from it yeah that's kind of like the Alabama Crimson Tide. It smells pretty bad, too. <laughs> Don't tell my son that. He loves Alabama, and so does my brother. <laughs> Roll Tide, babe. <laughs> Come on. Where are, my, where are my fans out there? Of course, they don't like my singing either. So, okay. So. Well, I mean, that explains the smell. That's why they got to have the roll. It's a toilet paper roll. <laughs> oh, I'll get to Kentucky on another episode. You'll, you'll, you'll hear that. <laughs> <laughs> but in closing, Pericles said 500 years ago, all things are poison. If you think about it, that's true. All things are poison. It's the dose that makes it deadly. Huh. That's true. Because, I mean, even vitamins, if you mm-hmm. take too many vitamins. Exactly. Can be even if you Even if you drink too much water, it can kill you. Huh. That's so it interesting. It really can. It, can. it can make your blood, it can thin your blood so much. Oxygen does not carry through the body. It doesn't carry the, uh, any oxygen through the body. It's oh so diluted. God, I never thought mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. It's so diluted. You cannot drink. People go, oh, you can't drink too much water. You actually can. I mean, it would be a, a, a crap ton, but you actually can drink too much water. So, yeah, don't do it too much. That's my uh, facts on deadly poisons and toxins. You're welcome. I was really surprised that out of all the poisons you listed, uh, the most deadly that my ex-wife's cooking did not make the list. <laughs> well, boy. I hope she doesn't listen to this. Does she listen to this? She does. He's got some big balls sitting over here saying that. Girl, (laughs) girl. You know, um, maybe we can find find you some puffer fish. I'll I'll give you some instructions on how to make it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'm sure her husband would tell you most of what she cooks is on the line of puffer fish. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you guys, it's been lovely, and I'll see myself out. So it just makes you want to go out and uh, eat some puffer fish, doesn't it? 
All I could think about was Mrs. Puff from SpongeBob. <laughs> I mean, she is a little hateful towards SpongeBob, but to know that she's poisonous, yeah. that bitch. <laughs> Sorry, excuse my language. Oh, well, either way, it was fun. Yeah, it was still interesting. Thank you, Leslie. Yep, tune in next week for. Dun dun dun. I don't know. What is it for? It's cliffhanger. Oh, yeah. That. But it's three part series. So. It's what happens when your body hangs off of a cliff. No. <laughs> Actually, it's going to be what happens when you're electrocuted in the electric chair. Oh, that's going to be good. So. That's going to be a good one. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.